Hey, welcome back to Four Geeks by Geeks, the place where geeks come to geek out, and I am finally back in the geek out sesh seat. Holy shit, it's been like a month, and I've hated it. I had a lot going on, especially with work and the side, not side biz, the main biz of theater, but I'm finally have my Mondays back, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for everyone tuning in, whether you're doing it live here on Twitch on a Monday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard, or whether you're watching it back on YouTube or listening on podcast. Thank you for geeking out with us each and every week. We love you. We love you. We love you. How are you? Um, I have just like been looking forward to this all day. I may have not done quite as much work as I should have at work because I was too focused on this and like really excited. Um lies alec i don't hate you i love you and i show as much as i can i'm sorry it's hard to balance and speaking of balance we're going to be talking about that a little bit tonight with how to balance your side hobby and this thing you're passionate about with the rest of your life so stick around if that's a problem that you deal with like i do on the daily and have for my whole life um so I'm hoping my geek guest tonight can offer me some perspective that I can maybe use because I desperately need it. Uh, but if this is your first time here at the Geek Out Sesh, we interview brand new guests each and every week, whether they're cosplayers, artists, writers, streamers, creators, whatever, to just geek out about what they're doing and hopefully benefit and encourage all of you at home to geek out loud as well. And just so all of you know that there is a community out there for you and it's called Four Geeks by Geeks. So come join us. Thanks for being here. Um, but if you are here live in the chat, you can use command QOTD, which is question of the day. And you can answer an age old debate, which is which direction should the toilet paper hang underneath or the correct way? You tell me in the chat. Clearly, I am biased about the way it should hang, which is over if you do it under then you are a monster and you need to go to prison um i hate it when it's always an accident in this house thankfully but on occasion you know you're changing the role real quick and then you go to reach for it and it's just you can't find it it's impossible because it's hidden whichever one gives it to me faster you chaotic evil person alec what there's no whichever there's either an opinion or you're dead no not whichever i don't understand you and alec you also found the command props which will take you straight to my guest's instagram so you can go support her and all the great things that she is doing um and just to give you a heads up the rest of our week here on four geeks by geeks normally we uh, go live again on wednesday with t as he paints minis and chats and gripes about life with all of you because there's a lot of shit in the world and we need to gripe about it while we paint minis and then thursday we are continuing to air our brand spanking new ongoing ttrpg campaign of city of mist we had been doing DD, but now we're moving to a brand new really exciting tabletop rpg that kind of takes place in a modern day mystery noir setting and everybody has kind of this legendary mythos inside with powers included so i'm really pumped and we're airing the first official storyline episode this thursday so come back uh, for that but enough of the announcements I want to get to my guest because she is an actual friend of mine. Um, but even though I might have missed her birthday party and she might be upset with me, understandably so, as she deserves to. Um, but 
I'm hoping she's going to have lots more parties in the future. But please give it up for your guest tonight, Props and Cons Cosplay, also known as my friend Greta. Hi, Greta. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm excited that finally I'm back doing a Geek Out Sesh because it, it had been like a month that I just couldn't. And the first one back is with you, a friend that I know in real life. This is amazing. <laughs> Love it. Uh, but you might recognize Greta, you old time fans, as somebody that actually came to one of our original formats of a Geek Out Sesh here in this basement. That was, what, three years ago? Yeah, it was like late 2019, I think. So it's been God. some time. Some shit has happened since. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, since then, I think we had like a pandemic or something. Yeah. And you've had like eight babies since then. No. <laughs> Just one since then. Because <laughs> you already had a baby at the time. I did, yeah. So, so she's now four. And then the youngest is a year and a half. Oh my God. Well, we're going to talk more about them, the cute little cherubs or demons, depending on the day. Um, but first, I need you to answer the question of the day. Which way does the toilet paper hang under or the correct way? Oh, the correct way. It drives me crazy when people put it under. Like, Thank I, you. I, I actually will take the toilet paper off and switch it, even if yes. I'm at somebody else's house, because it just drives me crazy. <laughs> yes, even if I'm in a public restroom, if you can even get in, sometimes you need like a key. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Alex says, Greta, I'm supporting you as I die because he's traveling and he doesn't have air conditioning and we might witness a death in the chat. Oh, yikes. Yeah, AC is a must right now for sure. <laughs> and here I'm griping that it's like too cold in my basement. Yeah, he's, so, in, a, he's in a hoodie. He's in a hoodie over there. <laughs> I had a shirt on and it was just like too freezing. So I had to put this hoodie on. Alec, yeah, I don't understand sure. you. I don't care, so I put it which way. I'll try doing the correct way, but I don't care. Um, we're going to make a believer out of you doing it the correct way. <laughs> but as you come in the chat, go ahead and hit the QOTD and just let us know if you are a person with a soul or not. So, Greta, tell us, for those who don't know you yet, who are you and what do you do as a geek? Yeah, so my, my real name is Greta. Um, I do a lot of couple different, I guess, different things <laughs> as a geek. Um, first and foremost, I guess, kind of going back to my roots, I'm a huge gamer. Uh, I love playing video games. I love playing online. And that's kind of got me into my now new favorite hobby, which is cosplay, which is why I'm here to talk. Um, because I, you know, just my very first cosplay back in 2017 was uh, Lilith from Borderlands 2. Um, which is still probably my favorite Borderlands game, maybe outside of the new Wonderlands game that's come out. But oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. No, that's that's a great game. We'll probably talk more about that later on one of these questions. But um, yeah, no, I I think that gaming really kind of started the geek, geek obsession. I worked for GameStop for five years, so I got to learn all about tons of different games and started working midnight releases and getting in touch with my fellow yeah. Geeks. And then, um, you know, unfortunately had to grow up a little bit and start, you know, a real job outside of GameStop. No, nothing against anybody here. Real job. Crazy. That's a real job. So 
but uh, you know, like the the salary paid positions. Um, but anyway, so I had to start that, and um, just a couple years into that, I I started cosplaying in 2017, and here I am, several years later. Lots of skills have been learned, and lots of tears have been had to try to get to those you know particular costumes. So I'm excited to be talking with you guys today about a couple of them. I don't think I either forgot or I don't think I knew that you started just from gaming. Like, I, for some reason, I thought that you had a passion for these things already. No, no, I'm trying to think like back. My very first gaming system would have been like Sega Genesis when I was like three or four. Yeah. Original Street Fighter, Sonic. Oh, yeah. Um, Golden Axe, like any of those stuff. And then Damn. got the PlayStation 1, and I was the biggest Spyro fan ever, and I just 150% of that game. I mean, I loved Spyro. <laughs> yeah, you had to go back and find every single egg and release every single dragon. Yeah, yeah. and then um, I kind of got into handheld after that, and I got into Pokemon, and I started playing every single Pokemon game all the way up through, well, current. I'm still playing, like, Arceus now, but, right. um, you know. I need, to, I need to pick that one up. Oh, I love Arceus. Like, I'm sure lots of people have probably talked about it with you, but it's a completely different kind of Pokemon game. And I really enjoy the open world aspect of that. Which and I was kind of ready for. Like, I get that it's a solid structure. So let's just keep repeating it with new updates. But right. I was ready for something right. a little different that's not Pokemon Snap. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's kind of where that started. And then. I guess fast forwarding to where I was at GameStop, that's when like PlayStation 3 was the big new thing. Um, mm -hmm. And I got that system and started playing like Dragon Age Inquisition. I remember playing like the original yeah. Dragon Age. Um, but then that's when I picked up Borderlands, um, the very first one. And that kind of steamrolled all the way into where I'm at now, which is still obsessed with that game. But um, now I'm creating cosplays from that game. And learning how to do that so yeah and i love that just like this love of this one thing just exploded well i mean i guess gaming into borderlands into cosplay which right. is the trajectory of all of us here like we just get into something so much that you you just need to experience it in a deeper way by right. literally becoming these characters yes yeah it's it's a it's almost like a love-hate relationship sometimes especially with people who get into cosplay and they're they want it to be you know perfect like every little dot on this character needs to be mm -hmm. on your costume and if it's not then the world's going to end and a lot of the times i find myself stepping back and going why am i freaking out about this no one's going to even be looking at this little minute detail on this right. one piece of armor that i made like they're looking at the whole thing and um a lot of my fellow Borderlands cosplayers and I will kind of get together and do like paint parties because you have to hand paint everything. And we'll be, you know, working on this little section for hours and you're like, this looks like crap. And then you step back and you're like, OK, it actually, it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all about perspective. <laughs> um, just one sec. Good night, Alec. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you get your AC soon. And hello, Ike. Thanks for joining us. And hello, little Rassy, a little rascal. Sorry for joining us. Um, yeah, I do this weird thing because I paint too, but I, I don't paint small things like minis. I paint big things with the job. Like I do scenic painting. Oh. And I, it was a bad habit that I started in college that I can't stop now. But because I get too focused on those small little details, I'll almost like relax my vision until it's 
like blurs the whole thing and it gives you that idea that you stepped away but even though you're close but then the problem is i can't turn that off and then my my eyes get lazy and then i i can't focus on anything yeah has that, that ever happened to you that would be a problem with the level of, of painting detail that i'm looking at you know anything that's cell shaded like I, you could probably see back there my claptrap is yeah he was on the original show um, back in 2019. I brought him on. I gave him a whole new facelift and repainted him. His eyes since 2019. Like, but no, just for your show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you can kind of see that. That's my vest that I cel shaded and mm -hmm. symbol and all the little tiny details. But it's something that I see up close, but you guys as viewers or even at conventions, you know, you see it from so far away. And so you kind of have to look at the whole picture sometimes and not get so upset about something not quite going right when you're crafting or, you know, you don't want to scrap the whole thing. You've, you've done so much work already and, and you want the world to see it. So um, that's my, I guess, two pieces of advice, especially if you're going to get into cosplay, is to try to not take it too seriously because this is something that you're doing for fun. Right. <laughs> and if it doesn't go well the first time, you can always remake the piece because <laughs> I have done that, you know, probably too many times to count. <laughs> so. Which I just hate to do. Yeah. But you were, you're speaking about um, your first time here on the Geek Out session. So I scrolled way back in our Instagram and found when you... Me and PK were hanging out here in the basement. And look at that great. I, I, I remember seeing this at our local con. You dressed as this. And I was like, oh, my God, I love it. You need to be on my show. Yeah. Yeah. That was my Borderlands 3 Amara cosplay that I put together um, pretty much before the game came out. I was going off of cosplay guide. Oh, yeah. That they provided, so I was... I was making a cosplay for a game that wasn't even out yet, which was yeah. I forgot that at the time. But yeah, but it it was it was a great great addition to my cosplay journey for sure. I, I learned so much just from that one costume. Well, I'm trying not to let ourselves get too ahead of ourselves because I I want to just launch into all those great questions. But let's give a, a little more background. So you started in 2017. And this was just born from your love of a video game. Um, what particularly did you fall in love with with the Borderlands kind of aesthetic that made you want to take the next step and bring that into the real world? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think part of it was I fell in love with a character. And that really is what cosplay stems from, is you maybe you feel similar to a character. You just like the way they look or... Um, you like what they do in your book or comic or video game or whatever you're cosplaying from. For me, that was Lilith from Borderlands 2. Um, just because I had played her as Borderlands 1 and then coming into Borderlands 2, she had just such a huge part of that story as the Firehawk. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously to this day, I still love her. I have a Firehawk tattoo. Like it, it's, it's a bomb ass Firehawk tattoo. Yeah. I have I have this giant like two session Phoenix on my thigh. It's great. Um, but so that's kind of what started, I guess that. And then I didn't really know what I was doing. You know, at that time I didn't know how to make something look cell shaded from the game, which is like the 3d, you know, right. effect with gradients and um, uh -huh. 
high and lows. And looking back at my original, like very first cell shaded piece, it's like, oh, like it just it just makes me now looking at it go, why was I using so much black and white? Like th there are no blacks and whites except for the black lines and like the little tiny tiny white highlights. Everything else should be varied colors of grays or. You know, if you're cell shading something purple, it should be lights and dark purples to create your shadows. But at the time, I knew nothing about color theory or anything like that. You mean so, the same mistake uh, that PK and I made when you taught us how to cell shade? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was our attempt, and we just used black and white, and that was it. I don't yeah. think we had a lot of colors at our disposal in the end, but... Yeah, the, the faces are harder to, to, to do the cell shading on just because, like, first of all, doing makeup like that... It's just gonna make you look crazy like to anybody like on the outside especially if you're not wearing like your full cosplay and you're wearing right. clothes and you just so like i can remember vividly when me and my friend had gotten all of our borderlands you know self-shaded makeup on and we had our wig caps on but we didn't have our wigs yet and we went to mcdonald's to get our egg mcmuffin on the way up to go to chicago and these guys like pulled up and they were just staring at us like and then one guy like pulled, like leaned out the window and was like, "Wash your face." <laughs> That's what like, a dick. I mean, I suppose from a distance, maybe that does look kind of dirty, but whatever, you know. No, but just being an ass. Yeah, but when you finally, you know, put the wig on, you put the costume on, and it all kind of comes together, then you're like, "Okay, yeah, I look pretty badass." You know, super badass. That's what I've always enjoyed about the like Borderlands specifically cosplays is you guys look like walking cartoons. In a right. way that others can't and haven't been able to accomplish. You look like walking cartoons and it's so cool. And there is such an art to it. So how did you, where, did, how and where did you learn to get better at that? How did you level up your skills in that way? Yeah, so I have, a, and this is kind of, I guess, jumping forward to one of the questions, but I have a lot of people that I look up to on Instagram that have been doing cell shading borderlands cosplays for way longer than I have. And, um, the nice thing about those people is if you like just DM them and just say, Hey, I'm just getting started in this and I don't know what to do. What kind of paint should I buy? Like if you're cell shading on fabric, you should be using, like I use a Jacquard paint, which is a textile paint that already has your, textile like mixed into it so you don't have to worry about acrylic like cracking on your fabric it's already got the fabric medium in it but like that's all the kind of stuff i would never have known you know Wait, but i reached out to down. Oh, I'm, you ask other people i ask you no <laughs> yeah like, it's called is jackard the brand or is that yeah, a type it is yeah you can get it on like i think blick website sells it okay um, it's, it's all online i think you might be able to get it on amazon too but Jackard um, paint for you can't textiles. Really get that like in stores. It's something that you kind of have to to buy. But I have like every color now because I've been cell shading so many different pieces of clothing. But yeah, Jackard textile paints. Okay. And yeah, because my problem is now with work, people know that I do this cosplay stuff, or I know a lot of cosplayers, so they ask me, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't do this, but I know somebody who does. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, um, but. Yeah, so I would just kind of started reaching out to people. Like I, I would, ha I would hashtag search like Lilith cosplay, Lilith Borderlands cosplay, or something like that. I came across Inkfall um, Bree, who I haven't met in person yet because she lives in Florida. But like her and I talk, you know, every couple weeks. We just try to stay up with each other's lives, and she just I has love that. she's 
amazing, amazing Lilith cosplayer. Like the best. Like I, if if you have to pick a Lilith cosplayer, I would pick her. Um, but I she picked just, you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, no, she she's incredible, and she was the one that kind of from the start. And then I met um, the Vintage Moon on Instagram, which you may know her. She's from Fort Wayne. Um, she also does amazing Lilith cosplay. We were both working on our Lilith at the same time. She did Gage. She's done um, Lorelai from Borderlands 3. And I love how she also incorporates her husband into those because she's made like the giant death trap robot and made him walk around in this thing. Oh, really? Yeah. And like a giant soldier that he can't move in. And her work is incredible. I was like, I always feel so bad for her husband because he can't see and he can't move and he's all uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, that's what husbands are for. Yeah. I think you need to incorporate yours next. Put him in a giant death trap. Yeah, maybe. I, mm-hmm. I, have, I have made a Borderlands cosplay for my husband before, um, and he wore it once, and then was like, "I'm not sure. I like the the people stopping me for pictures, and and especially for as I get farther into my my journey, I need the handler, that mm-hmm. person that's going to help get water to help put my costume on. Like I'll talk more about my hot girl later. Uh, I can't wear hot girl without my husband. Like he, he has to be there. He has to be able to get me in and out of that thing. I can't do the wings by myself. Like, yeah. So you, you almost have to have that plus one there with you to help you through it. (laughs) If you're getting into those bigger cosplays for sure. (laughs) So the, the moral of the story is ask for help. Yes. Ask for help. For sure. <laughs> and you found that when you do DM these people that are that seem like out of your league and seem super talented, they're willing to help when you actually are asking for it. Absolutely. Everybody in the Borderlands community, doesn't matter. I've talked to probably 50 plus people at least that do Borderlands cosplay and just, you know, what did you use? What what kind of material do you use for this? Or how the hell did you make that gun look like that? Or, you yeah. know, d- different questions. And everybody is just like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely help you. And and to the extent that you just build friendships over these these amazing people that are out there in the community, they're willing to help. It's like if you're, you're trying to get into cosplay and you have questions, like my, I'm sure my link's probably floating around someplace, just DM me. I will help you with whatever I can. <laughs> It is floating around, especially when you use the command exclamation point props. It'll take you straight to your Instagram. And even if you don't need help, go follow her and geek out over all the great work. Because we're going to take a stroll through her Instagram just in a minute. And you're going to see all the amazing stuff that she's doing. Um, Do you find... Sorry, now you got stuck on some other questions. Do you find that that welcoming willing to help mentality is specific to the borderlands community or the cosplay community at large? No, I, I, I mean, I, I would say most of my experience has been with the borderlands community, but I have like, for instance, hot girl, that was something that I started on before the pandemic happened. I actually started working on my wings that are animatronic. They move, they open and close with the touch of a button. It's, it's a whole thing. I started working on those before the pandemic hit. And when I finally got to put her together, I had to go back and kind of rewatch certain things that I had saved like a long time ago, you know, to try to go through how somebody else made hot girl wings, for instance, um, uh-huh. acceleration 
actually has done like a YouTube series. Uh, if you just like search Hot Girl Articulating Wings, part one, part two, like she goes through the whole thing of like how to make the frames, what electronics she used, and then how she made the feathers and everything. So that was a huge thing. And, and I actually have credited her and any type of you know post about my wings as I was making them like, hey, I was able to do this because this person thought to make this YouTube video you know, when she did this for San Diego Comic-Con back yeah. in 26, you know, but it was something that, that was that's out there that's floating around on YouTube. I can't tell you the number of times I've watched those videos because I had to, you know, go back and what did you do and what did you use? And and I had to, you know, redo it a couple different times because I didn't like the way it was looking. And and um, but, you know, I wouldn't say that Borderlands like other if, if you're into like comics and you're into like you want to buy a suit from Zente Zone or, or a suit that's already pre-made for you and you don't know, you know, where to go in terms of, a, you know, a print shop. Fine. Go to go to Instagram and, and just like hashtag Spider-Man cosplay and find one that you really like. Find a suit that you really like and DM that person and ask them, where did they get it? And I can I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but most of the time people are really willing to help out and give advice. So that and that's what opinion. I've found as yeah. well, like the more. accepted by, by the wider community it's not something that people are often bragging about in mass that they dress up like a character and go to cons which you should brag about it but we still don't yeah <laughs> uh, i have i've kind of been almost like a cosplay like closet nerd for a while and then um with everything i went through with hot girl and then Uh oh, you're right. Forgotten. I think you might be right. You're breaking you know. up a little, Greta. Oh, okay, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. It happens. We're used to technical difficulties here <laughs> uh, on FGBG. Like John says, it wouldn't be FGBG without technical difficulties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but a second ago, Forgotten said that um, I should cosplay Krieg, but I don't think I'm jacked enough yet. Yet. You got it. You've been working really hard, so I, I guarantee you, you would be an amazing creek. <laughs> I'll keep going. Actually, I've been slacking on it for like the last month, so I need to get back at the gym. Same. But you did too. Can we talk about that a second? Are you okay with talking about this? I didn't like clear this with you first. No, I, I think that cosplay and like physical fitness kind of actually go together in some sense because they're... Um, you know, anybody, any size, any color, doesn't matter. You can cosplay whatever character you want. And I think that you've got to take that to heart. But if you, you know, are wanting to feel confident in your own skin when you're wearing these skin-tight costumes, mm -hmm. you know, and, and make it so that it's something that you feel passionate about and not something that, like, oh, well, somebody said some hate mail or something, you know, some clown on the Internet said I was too. And I've got that before. You know, I'm too fat to cosplay Lilith or whatever. I'm like, Lilith is an animated character that's this big around. Like, right. <laughs> nobody is nobody is, is like that. Like, it, it, she's disproportionate. You know, she's like Barbie. She's um, a fucking cartoon. But, nobody can right. play her. <laughs> but... That doesn't stop me from cosplaying my favorite character, and it shouldn't stop anybody that's watching this either based on that. But that said, you know, I 
had a baby at the end of 2020 and I gained some weight from that. And then like most people do when they have children. Um, but in the last year I've dropped about 40 pounds from post baby weight. And then I'm, I think at this point I'm about 15 pounds under my weight that I was when I got pregnant for both kids. I was the same weight when I got pregnant. And how do you feel? I feel great. You know, I, I, I think I'm always constantly trying to, you know, do better just like you just said like you know, i need to get back in the gym and i need to get you know do what i need to do but um no i feel fantastic and i'm excited to keep working at it for sure so you just and gotta I, find something that's for you and i love that you put that kind of journey on your social media as well like especially on your stories because i see you at the gym and your stories and i'm like okay greta's there i'm gonna go i gotta go and then it's kind of then I make sure that I put us on ours so that I can continue to encourage somebody else. And it's like, we can all uplift each other and be the best versions of ourselves that we want to be, whatever that might be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you gotta, you just gotta stay consistent with it. I mean, that's the hardest part is if you find something that works and you're like, great, you know, I just lost 10 pounds this past couple months and I didn't eat, you know, anything but salads. I mean, how, how feasible is that going forward? Right. You right. kind of need to figure out what works for you, continue to stay with your, you know, routine. I work out at this gym and I just keep thinking of this picture on the wall and it says, stay with your workout routine. And I think that is huge. Like you just kind of keep going and eventually things will start to, to move. But it takes a while sometimes because bodies are difficult and they, yeah. they want to be pudgy and round and <laughs> And not in shape. That's way easier. It's way easier. And it's, it saves you from the world. Like your bones will stick out and then they hurt things. So it's just easier to be comfy and fluffy. Yeah. Round is a round is a shape. That's what I keep telling myself. Round, round. is a shape. <laughs> Speaking of cool shapes, let's take a quick stroll through your Instagram. That once again, you can use command props and check out all the great work that she's doing. I kind of came down a little bit more towards your Borderlands phase just to kind of see in a uh, different perspective on some of that. Is this in my basement? Is that my carpet right here? Is this in my basement? Oh, yeah. Totally in your basement. Yep. This is my carpet. Wow. I didn't even recognize that at first. <laughs> yep. But I, I love this. Until that point of him. Yeah. I love the cell shading. Like, can we just, can we just, by the way, John says consistency. What's that? <laughs> right. Right. I know. It's the constant struggle we all deal with. <laughs> but this is actually the cosplay of your Amara that I first saw at a local con. And I was just, I found myself staring at the, the jeans and the boots and the spikes and everything. Like you just look like a cartoon character. And this is so cool to me. Yeah, she was, she was a lot of fun. I mean, the jeans were a weekend project like i think i took i think those jeans are about 20 hours of hand painting on them alone you know and i bought the jeans just as like i think about goodwill like a gray pair or something but um yeah it's just it was it was in itself a a great cosplay and and i loved every every minute of it really when are Um, you gonna get this tattoo oh no way i have full sleeve people do that there's no way i could pull that off like <laughs> oh yes you can 
is your yeah. is your leg tattoo on here somewhere? I don't think it's on my my Instagram. I've done like yeah, look there you are. Yeah, <laughs> repping our merch of our original logo that's now changed three times since. <laughs> I almost got a new shirt for tonight, but I was I, yeah, it slipped my mind. I'm gonna the logo is just gonna change anyway. It doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> okay. no, it's not. It's going to stay with this forever. But here we are transitioning into some of your Hawk Girl items. Yeah, this actually this headpiece that you're looking at is the costume that I'm working on right now. This is for a um, Valkyrie warrior that I'm creating for um, Gen Con, actually, that's coming up in a couple weeks. Ooh. So, yeah, this is this is before. I actually hand painted it. There's probably another post um, if you scroll up a little bit that yeah. shows detail. That was just like, just there it is on top left. Because I so forgot I'm you were working on like a Pidgeot thing, right? Like a yeah, mix of yeah, Valkyrie so and Pidgeot. I'm actually going to do Pidgeot finally. Um, so Yay! It's like a Valkyrie warrior that's inspired by the Pokemon Pidgeot, like a Pokemon Jinka, I think is how you pronounce that. But um, yeah, it's we're doing like a group cosplay for that and we're doing valkyrie warrior women that are inspired by some of our favorite pokemon so um, who else is joining you in that? that any of these amazing human beings uh the girl on the left there that's Brittany. that's um one of my best friends the girl in the middle that's rachel um she's getting married in september otherwise <gasps> i think she'd be go doing it with us but um yes Brittany will be doing a valkyrie absol so absol is the Ooh. black and white with like uh -huh. sweet, like scythe and um i can't wait to see her black and white like i love black and white combo anything like i think that's gonna be really really cool so do you know what's fun is i think i took this picture you did because we saw you right before this yeah and i just <laughs> met your friend Brittany. just met was this a cosplay coon is that what or kooks yeah, yeah kooks yep mm -hmm. yeah kook is her last name so kooks yeah i just thought she was kooky <laughs> she's she's fun <laughs> this makes me so miss c2e2 like i'm so depressed that i have to work a camp the entire week of c2e2 and yeah I'm i can't so go to sad. c2e2 this fall either because i'm doing gen con and it's the same weekend so but do you know what i'm thinking on the fly i might the camp is done saturday afternoon i could go saturday for like the after parties and just hang out there for a few hours on Sunday. I yeah, might be hard up enough. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but Hey, what are these though? Yeah, that, those are the original like bare bones of the wings. You can see the, the linear actuators are moving. Um, they're wired. The PVC pipe is bent in, to make the wing shape. Um, but yeah, this was like the original, this is at the time was going to be for Pidgeot, but I ended up using the wings for Hawk Girl first and yeah. I'll still wear Pidgeot in a couple weeks, but. Where the hell do yeah. you even get that stuff and know how to use it? I had, well, like I said earlier on the, the YouTube um, acceleration, if you look her up, she's got a whole tutorial on that. So um Hopefully you can you can still hear me because I I think I froze yeah. there for a second. I can hear okay. you. Um, but yeah, so I actually had to teach myself how to like you can see a post there with the battery pack how to actually make electronics work. Um, oh here. I didn't know anything about electronics. 
I didn't. Um, if you scroll down a little bit. Did yeah. you have to? Yeah. Um, did you have to like craft this together or was this all like with the actuators and the battery packs like already a set? No, I had to figure out what kind of voltage I needed for the um, the actuators to work. I had to find the switch that worked for two actuators at once because it's one in each wing. And then um, how to wire them together. You can see my like splicing that i'm doing there that's the switch that i oh found God. I make it with this key um like a key fob so that i wouldn't have to like reach up and like touch the wings someplace to to open and close them i wanted to hold this right. in my hands this was really the the heart the harder part of figuring it out was fit, finding the switch that reversed polarity so that the the actuators move out and back in to open and close your wings I got to be honest, I only followed half of that because I just don't even know what you're saying at this point. This, but I, I'm just so impressed that there was a time that you didn't even know what you'd be saying, but you figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I had no clue. <laughs> so just kind of had to, you know, and, and that's, that was the first main part of it was like how am I going to make these work and then when I finally got to this point where those those actuators are moving at the same rate I was like yeah you know now I can now I can start to put those on the wings and figure out how they're going to open and close and what angles do the PVC pipes need to be at yeah. so that open and close so this is a good video like if you go to my Instagram I talk more about um, you know where I found the switch and you know most of it's from Amazon, though. Like, thank God for Amazon. We just have everything we need at our fingertips. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and so, yeah. Here's you being a mom inside. Yep, yep. This is uh, when I was pregnant with Evelyn, who's our youngest. And that's her being a little tiny baby, like brand new in the hospital there. And you were um, still working on your cosplays at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, towards the end, it kind of became a little difficult to get up and down. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the thing with cosplay. I feel like I'm constantly working on the ground. Like I'm either, you know, patterning or cutting or doing something. So I'm like, oh, not a lot. But um, slowly started to kind of figure out how to make the wing covers and make the feathers. That's like, because when you make wings that big, there aren't naturally occurring feathers that are that big. I mean, those feathers are like 30 inches long. Right. <laughs> so to give them some rigidity, you also put um, how to make the, and I, I actually have a TikTok on this too, but um, if you take two pieces of cotton fabric and mm -hmm. lock glue, um, you can kind of, sandwich a aluminum rod or like aluminum wire in the middle of it and then hang it up to dry and then you can trim it into a feather shape and then you can attach that the aluminum rod the aluminum i keep saying aluminum rod because i've been working with aluminum rod for my sword but the aluminum wire to the pvc pipe itself so and that's what's I, happening on the end there yeah i was just kind of that's more of a test fit there to try yeah. to see you know it how are they opening and, and what do they look like when they're fully open? That kind of how fast, 
That is so cool. I'm just so impressed by you. Because you're the perfect example of somebody that had a vision of what they wanted to do, not a clue where to go or how to start it, but you leaned into people and asked them for help and found people that had already done it. And there's so many people that have done everything that we want to do, especially in the cosplay world. And you just did it. You taught yourself. That's right. Yeah. And with trial and error, you sometimes you just got to, you don't like the way it looks and don't like the way it's working. Then, you know, try something else and, and keep going, you know, don't give up, don't give up. And sometimes it may take years. I mean, literally hot girl took me what three years to make. So yeah, cause when my, you were in my basement yeah. here, you were talking about Pidgeotto. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and what's funny is I did hot girl before I even did Pidgeot. Like, yeah, <laughs> I it's kinda wild. Like hopped, but, um, I figured what's that I could squid? You, but, um, yeah, there's there's my helmet there that I crafted from foam and actually brought my helmet to wear oh. if I wanted to like put it on on camera for you guys. But yeah, yeah, I mean it's uh, a foam, you know, headpiece that I kind of crafted and painted and um, yeah, I like it. It's incredible work. And Tumbling Squid said that's an amazing cosplay and also that he wanted he's always wanted to cosplay as Bigby Wolf from Wolf Among Us. Oh, so nice. tumbling, if there's anything you're learning from tonight, it's just fucking do it. <laughs> Don't wait <laughs> okay. until you know how. Yeah, just just keep going. I mean, if you got a dream, that's like what the, what does he say? Don't let your dreams be dreams, right? Don't let your dreams <laughs> be dreams. Just do it. <laughs> Is that same helmet you just put on? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's the completed helmet there. Yeah, that was in its own. Um, there's the wings, kind of created there without the fabric covers so that's mm -hmm. just the you know frame electronics and the wing feathers that are finally finished those took forever like i remember watching yeah, you paint them yeah but individually they had they just took so long because you had to you know cut your fabric and iron oh. it glue it and then let it dry and Jeez. then trim it and then attach it and figure out where all the attachments are going to go and then figure out how you're going to tie them all together. <laughs> but, um, Hey, thanks for dropping in tumbling squid. Go work on your cosplay after you're done with work. And then you can always hit up Greta for advice if you need it. Have a good Absolutely. work day. Um, and I'm, I'm scrolling up to the finished product. Can you just take a look? This is at the, um, is that Hollow Heroes Comic-Con? Yep, that was the first time I wore her, yep. Jeez, how did that feel to walk in to Hollow Heroes Comic-Con looking like this? Well, the funny part is you can't really walk in like that <laughs> because I can't really fit through doors. Um, no. But, you know, I, I kind of got ready there in that corner that that picture oh, Did taken. you really? And yeah, I, I kind of brought in pieces one at a time and those are all pictures that... Um, their photographer there took a hot girl, which I hadn't even seen, <gasps> but, um, you know, it's incredible to see all that kind of come together and the mace that I made and, you know, it just looks cool together. Like I, I, so I at that cool. point I hadn't seen it all together, you know, I'd always, I'd made one piece at a time and yeah, to be able to look at it now. And even from Hall of Heroes to this is a picture from ICC, Indiana comic-con, mm -hmm. um, 
there were there were changes. Like I I did different pants. I have a different wig on, and and you know put the there's a little I don't know what you call that like a little pouch around my waist because mm-hmm. the first time I wore her I realized I don't have any like pockets for my phone or money right. or anything. So I was like, I need to get a pouch and I, I bought it and, 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 you know, put some weathering on it. But, and then this is, yeah, this is when I won that competition. When you won best of show at Indiana Comic-Con. What was that like? Like walk us through the process of even entering that contest and then fucking winning best of show. I had actually never competed at that show. Um, actually until this year hadn't really competed at all uh hall heroes like comic-con was my very first like step into competing but um that's such a cool picture i love that Um, yeah that light right behind you is amazing yeah he did that was just a hall shot they had a photographer set up and um there his girlfriend was dressed up as black widow and she came running over to me and she's like oh my god we saw you earlier we had to get your picture it's so cool greta Actually, after I'd won, I think this, yeah, this is after I won. Nope, this is before. So, look at that sheer look of determination. Yeah, yeah, this is actually right before we had to do that. But, um, so competing at Indiana Comic Con this year, they did a pre judging. So, you had to load pictures and work, you know, work in progress pictures, talk about which character you're making. Um, by the time that I loaded all of that, a lot of my stuff was done or at least started. So I had a Mm -hmm. good chunk of, you know, my wings were already moving that video we watched earlier where they were moving up and down. I loaded that in there. Um, and they let myself and like 60 other people in and I put myself into the novice category because they're based on their descriptions of the categories. If you hadn't, if you hadn't been in more than three competitions or if you hadn't won any, and at the time that I put myself in, I hadn't done any of that. Right. So I put myself into novice and um, I had hoped that I would place in that category. And they had like second place won like 200 and first place won like 500. I'm like, okay, well my wings cost me about a thousand dollars to make. Jeez, so, did they really? Yeah. It, between the feathers and all of the material that mm-hmm. in the, I mean, there's a hundred dollars worth of just motors on there. <laughs> like oh, you're wow. like, yeah. Right. So, so um, by the time I finally got to, you know, getting to competing as her, obviously you're not going to make money on that. So I was like, well, that'd be cool if I place, right? And they did a pre-judge in the morning and you got to walk in and meet with the three judges um, in front of a live audience. They got to ask you, you know, how'd you make it? And they were, all three of them were just like, oh my gosh this is so cool and i was like well do you want to see my wings move and they're like what like because i had just my wings down which is this picture that's them Uh down um and so i got to you know demonstrate them opening and they asked me you know what's my foam like work craftsmanship what's my mace made out of that kind of stuff and i just remember vividly like i i went to leave i turned to leave and thank them and i dropped my little fob that controls my wings and I can't really bend down and get anything. So I mm-hmm. had to have one of the come like off the stage to come down and pick up my <laughs> little for me. And I was like, 
I mean, I might be able to get down there, but probably not. And then I can't get back up with the wings on my back. So, um, but yeah, so that's what kind of prejudging was like. And then at at the end of the convention, it was like six o'clock. They had everybody um, come up and go through like 15 seconds quick on stage. And we all waited in this line, like everybody that was, you know, in the competition, waited in this big long line. They had all of the kids go, then the novice, then the intermediate, and then the master's category, which was like people that do this for a living, you know, people that right. commission out work and do that kind of stuff. And so those were in the masters. And um, so they had everybody kind of walk across the stage and everybody had like 10, 15 seconds. And as you walk down the ramp, they had a lady standing there that asked you what your contestant number was. And mine was 14. And anybody that was on her little piece of paper, and it was in order because I stood behind her for a while and I could see what what numbers they had chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like six, 12, 14, 20 something or whatever. Mm. So so I had no idea where I was at in the placing, but I was like, oh, cool. You know, maybe I placed second or first or that'd be cool. Right. Uh-huh. And um, they called the winners up for the kids and then they called the winners up for my category, which was novice. And they didn't call my number. And I was like, why am I back here then? Like, I literally didn't understand what was going on. Like, I was like, why? Right. Why am I back here? And we were all allowed a handler. And my husband was my handler because he helped me get in and out of the costume. And he was like super pissed that I didn't win my category. He was like, the girl that won, she just sewed. And like, she made an amazing, like, Anastasia ball gown. Yeah. And that's incredible. Like, you know, but he's like, she just, so you, you did wings, you you did armor, you made a prop, you did all those things. And, and so he's over there and like pissed and I'm, I'm still over here trying to figure out why I'm so back. sweet. He's so and pissed for you. Up the intermediate winners and the masters winners went up, which I had been following one of the masters for my entire cosplay. Like it was just surreal to see her in the competition. And, um, when the Anastasia, the girl who was, I forget her name, she was cosplaying Anastasia, she walked back off the stage after she won our category. She looked at me and she said, I bet you're in the running for best in show. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, it was just like, a, what? And then taught like the, the MC was like, okay, now we're going to crown our best in show. And um, this person will be sent to Salt Lake City to compete on behalf of Indiana. We're going to put, you know, pay for flight and hotel and for the pass and you'll get a $5,000 cash prize and all this stuff. And then they called my number and I was literally like, what the fuck? Like that, like literally came out of my mouth because I was like, no, like I just, I no, like <laughs> look at the master's category. Like they have glowing armor. Like, come on. You know, like I was like accrediting myself right away, but, um, yeah, I walked up on stage and like Seth went from my husband went from like mad to like holy crap. Like like the swing of emotions that went through him was hilarious. <laughs> so you <laughs> won best went- in show across all the categories. Amateur, novice, okay. intermediate, and masters. The yeah. the person that you had been looking up to your entire cosplay career and Yep. You yep. beat her. I know. And then and then like we had the really awkward like run in at the hotel lobby the next morning and she knew me because I had my wings like next to me and I knew it was her cause she had her like a piece of her armor and I, and mm-hmm. I didn't know what she did anyway. And she just right. gave me this side glance. Like, 
I see what you did, you know? And I was like, oh, someone is salty, <laughs> like, you know, but. Um, now she's looking up to you. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy to think about. But so, yeah. So now I'm going to Salt Lake in September um, <gasps> to compete at an expo there. And they get like automatically put into the competition. So you have to worry about like the pre-dudging. And yeah. Stuff. But really cool about this one is instead of 15 minutes or 15 seconds on the stage to just walk up and be like, hi, and then like get off. You get a whole minute to do a choreographed thing. And you get to pick the music you want and what you're going to yeah. do. Yeah. I figure out, I don't know what I'm going to, what music I'm going to pick, but. Um, Which song did you pick? Uh, Legends Never Die. Okay, good. Yeah. You had posted that on your story with like your options and that was really cool. I got to hear it. And then you kind of let us all be a part of that. But yeah, well, yeah overwhelmingly, you know, everyone picked that one. Both songs would work for her. Oh, totally. If you to the lyrics of the other song that was the uh, you know it just talks about rising into the sky and that kind of thing but legends never die really makes sense with hot girl too because she's kind of on this like gets killed and then resurrected thing over and over again mm -hmm. <laughs> so um she is technically a legend that never dies in that sense but um but yeah i'm i'm excited this weekend i'll i'm going out to a local event at the hall of heroes in elkhart and we're doing dc day hot girl is a dc character so um, when are you going to be there? I will be there. I think right when it starts at like 11 o'clock, 11 to probably two or three. Which day is this? Long. Saturday. Okay. In Elkhart. Yeah. I'll check. So, I'll check what's going on Saturday. Maybe we can stop by. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So I'm going to have everything on for that event. And I was like, that'll be a good time for me to kind of, play the music a couple times and kind of walk through the whole minute that I get on stage of, you know, what am I going to be doing during that minute and swinging my mace around and opening and closing my wings and doing yeah. all that. That's yeah. so good. I'm so proud of you. Aww. Not even yeah. of you. I'm proud. For, I'm so happy for you that this little journey that you, that started so innocently, just as I like this thing, I'm just going to kind of lean into it and geek out loud about it has become where now I'm sure now people are looking up to you and now they're going to be contacting you for advice. That is mind bonkers. That's amazing. It is. And I, I love that. You know, I love trying to be an inspiration and even from like being a mom, you know, you have your two kids that are looking up to you. And my, my oldest now will, will have done like a couple mommy and me like cosplay things. And I'd love to like do more of that in the future and make, costumes for her as she gets a little bit older and can kind of handle going through you know all the way through the convention and being on your feet all day yeah. and not like sit down like <laughs> i did have her go to marvel day which was a couple weeks ago and we both dressed up as captain marvel and she made it about an hour and a half before she was ready to go home so i know she's not quite ready to do take that next step into competing with me but i think that that is um, in our future for sure. <laughs> well, let's talk Maybe. about that a minute about being a mom and being a cosplayer, because there are two things that you are very equally passionate, not maybe not equally, but passionate about. <laughs> um, how do you find that balance in making sure that you are fulfilling your cup of pursuing your passion while also making sure that you're everything that your daughters need? Yeah, I think that... <sighs> that is the ultimate question for most mothers out there is do you are you still you 
at the end of the day, you know, and, and when you go through and become a mom and carry the baby for nine months and your, your body changes and then you are, you know, your sole, you know, food source for your baby. And, and then you start watching them grow and, and, you know, your mom first, but then you're you second, um, you know, that can get wearing pretty quickly if you're not watching what you're doing, especially if you, I mean, you don't ever want to get to the point where you lose yourself, but especially in those early couple months when they're not sleeping and you're not sleeping and all you have time to do is sleep when they sleep and then you're taking care of them when they're awake you do kind of lose yourself and i i've talked to a lot of friends about this that have young children that you know are close to my age and i'm like you gotta make sure that there's still you somewhere in there and that to me that that's cosplay so um whether that be staying up after they go to bed to work on something for an hour and then go to bed myself. I work full time too. So mm-hmm. I have to, you know, get up, take the kids to daycare, drop them off, go to work, work, you know, eight to five, and then come home and it's time for dinner and time with them because you don't get to see them during the day. And then it's a, you know, a whole hour of them trying to go to sleep. <laughs> so by the time they're finally asleep, it's nine o'clock and you're like, well, I have like an hour to work on my own stuff. But, um, What's the one thing that really helps is having a supportive partner. You know, my, my husband has done nothing but support me from this, from the very beginning. Um, he'll, he'll tell you that it was his suggestion to cosplay the first time. And then he wishes he didn't make that suggestion because now that's like all of our money goes into cosplay and all of our events are, you know, all these different events I have to go to now, but um, you know, it, without him, it wouldn't, it would not be possible to, to do both. So I think if, even if it's not a partner, you know, if you have parents involved or friends or a nanny or something that can help you what, you know, watch the children or, um, you know, help out when, when you need it, take time away and do stuff that makes you happy and for you and not necessarily just be mom first and then mm-hmm. it's kind of how, how do you, intertwine those two and sometimes that doesn't mean a lot of sleep (laughs) so i guess that's the the fair warning there but as they get older they sleep more and and then you have more time to do true can i push you on that just a little bit um because i'm sure there are times where like i love that you have what i would consider a really healthy mindset into motherhood um because we've all seen people that they have children and then they completely disappear like you said they just put all of their heart, soul, and mind and body into these kids. And they're your kids. They need that. But you are still human and you have needs too. And I love that you are still honoring yours. But I'm sure there are times where that dark little voice in the back of your mind is telling you that how dare you do this when your children yeah. have needs too. So how do yeah. you bring yourself back to reality? Because I think that's what... I'm sure there's so many people out there that are in your shoes and they have those healthy days, but what do you do on those unhealthy days? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been there, you know, I've definitely been in in that, in those shoes where you're, you know, you almost feel guilty going after your passions and, and you're like, you know, that's not what my mom did. You know, my mom stayed at home and and raised me. My dad was the one who was working and, and, but what you're doing is, 
especially if you're continuing to work full time and you're supporting your family financially, first of all. But second of all, you feel accomplished at the end of the day, regardless of which route you go. So if you decide to be a stay at home mom, that is a full time job. If you decide to be a full-time employee and you work a job and you're a mom, that's still a full-time job. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not going to say that one way is easier than the other, but deep down it depends on what you desire and what you would feel most accomplished with at the end of the day. And your children are going to love you. You obviously as, as a mom, like, you know, they love you even if they are going to daycare and they're, you know, staying with grandma and papa or doing that kind of thing when you're mm-hmm. at cosplay competitions trying to be a crazy person sometimes you know but i i have had my daughter there in the audience now to watch me go up on stage and and she's like there's my mommy you know and just an adorableness that you i just know that even though i chose to kind of still follow my career and still follow my cosplay aspirations I'm still there for her when she needs me and there's love between me and her and, and obviously she'll always be number one. So if there's ever come, comes a point, you know, that right. I have to, you know, go to her dance recital or go to my cosplay thing. I'm going to go to her dance recital, you know, cause I want her to know that she's number one, regardless of what I have going on in my head. But, um, I think it's 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 difficult, like you said. I think it is easy to kind of. Sorry, that's my cat walking by. Um, <laughs> that was your daughter. I was like, I no. think your kid's awake. No, no. Oh hi! What about this kid? Yeah, this is Lily. She, um, I guess, was our first kitty. Fifty? Yeah, so she's seven. Yeah. Hi. Been my my stay-at-home quarantine friend for the past six days. Oh, uh, so yeah. But anyway, I mean, I I think too. Part of it is especially if you're a new mom starting out. Don't don't try to force yourself into something that you're not comfortable with. You know, if you want to take more time with your baby, take more time with your baby. And I've seen like on cosplay like fitness pages these. Women are like, you know, I've gained all this weight and I really need to get back in the gym, but I'm still, you know, three months post having a baby. I'm like, you kind of need to take time to have, you know, time with your baby (laughs) because they're only a little one time. So (laughs) just try to be patient with yourself, but also don't don't lose don't lose yourself in the process. So hi, DSB. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, You just missed some truth bombs from Greta slash props and cons cosplay. Um, I hope that if that applied to any of you, whether your parents or whether you were just struggling with pursuing what you might consider a side hobby or just some side passion, a side hustle that's in direct conflict with your actual life. I hope you picked up on those things that she was saying that there is a balance and that you, you need both. You're going to fulfill, be fulfilled by both. You can't put all your eggs in one basket because we're complex human beings. And as we get older, we have to honor both sides of those things. Absolutely. Who knew that you were so wise, Greta? <laughs> wise beyond my years. <laughs> I, I knew it. That's why I had you on. Uh, but this has been such a great conversation, but I'm kind of ready to transition into something completely ridiculous and stupid. How about you? Yeah, sounds good. 
<laughs> and if you are just tuning in and you missed all the, the truth drops of wisdom that she just shared, then go ahead and watch the VOD or find it on YouTube and podcast later this week. Uh, but for now, we're going to play a little game of 20 questions. And these are all moms of geek culture. So we take these two things that are amazing, moms and geek culture. We're putting them together and we each have our own little small list of moms from geek culture that could be from comics, from movies, from video games. And we're going to use 20 questions to try to figure out which mom we are thinking of. And you in the chat can join us as we are asking our 20 questions. Feel free to throw your 20 questions in the chat and we will use those as well. Wait, we're actually going to get to the game this time. Yes, John, we are. A lot of times we just like keep talking because the conversation we didn't quite get to what I wanted to talk to. So we just keep talking. But I want to play a game because I've been wanting to play a game for a long time. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Do you want to go? Do you want to guess first or do you want to think of a, a mom uh, first? I, I have a mom in mind, so I okay. want you to guess first. Okay, I'm going to keep track of how many questions I ask. Wait, I'll do this. No, I won't. That's going to take too long. Okay. Okay, thinking of a mom from geek culture. Um, my first question is, is it a movie? Is she from a movie? Yes. Okay. Is the movie animated? Yes. Um, is it a fictional character? says DSP. Yes. Okay. Um, is it a Disney movie? It is a Disney movie. Ooh! Um, Cantina 13 says, we're all fictional characters in the greater scheme of things. Hi, Dylan. So nice to have you back. Post Geek Sesh alum. Um, was it a Disney movie? made in the last five years no okay i'm up to five questions um is it from the golden age of disney um explain <laughs> um like before like 2000 yeah like the 90s well i guess i don't quite know what when the golden age john would Ooh, here's a here's a real question we'll narrow it down. Is said Disney mother alive by the end of the movie? Yes. Wow, then that really narrows it down. <laughs> um, DSB says, is it Pixar? Uh, it is Pixar, I think. Okay. Little Rascal says, Mother Gothel? No, good, good guess though. Okay, it's Pixar movie. It's not the the unseen mother from Toy Story, is it? No. Okay. Um, wait, you said it it wasn't made in the last five years. Um, it is Pixar. Elastigirl? Ding, ding, ding. Yay! DSB and I got it on the same time. <laughs> Mrs. Incredible Elastigirl. That took 10 questions. Yes, nice job. Boom, beat that. Thanks, chat. Now you also have to help her so it's not biased. Do we establish yes. that it's humanoid? No, we didn't actually. It could have been anybody. 
Oh, here's the answer to our questions. 30s through early 40s is technically golden age, but late 80s through the 90s is Disney's renaissance. Thank you. Good to know. I actually had Elastigirl on my list as well, so I'm going to take her off. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be a that would be a fun cosplay for sure to wear like as a family you know yeah um okay let me think let me pick which one of these um okay i got one okay i'll, I'll keep track of your questions too okay is it from a movie no is it comics? No. Okay. Is it video games? No. Hmm. I got lucky with my first question. Yeah, you did. Um, TV? Yes. Technically, I guess you could consider it TV. Okay. Um, hmm. No, is that like? Is it is the is the show still on? Yes. Okay. Um. Hmm. There went my seventy. That seventy show. John said <laughs> anime. No. Not anime. Cantina says streaming service exclusive. Yes. Mm hmm. Oh, um, Netflix. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, did it just recently have a new season come out? Yes. Is it Joyce Byers? Yeah! <laughs> you and Lil Rascal got that at the same time. <laughs> and you also had 10 questions. Ooh, my next one's harder, so. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll rank up, I'll wrap it up. But um, I was scared. If you, had, if you asked the right question, like, is it TV? Is it exclusive? Is it Netflix? I think you would have gotten it in like three or four questions. Mm-hmm. DSP wouldn't have gotten that. Why would you not have gotten that? You've never seen Stranger Things. Oh, I'm I'm a huge Stranger Things. Not, I'm all over that. That uh, the fan theories are floating out there right now, and what is the ending the season five, and what's going to happen with that? I don't think Eddie's uh, actually. You know, I'm, I'm on that. Wait, wait! Out. I haven't finished. I haven't finished. I haven't finished. Oh, okay. Well, I won't. I won't give any. And DSP more. hasn't seen it at all. So you got some catching up to do. How you haven't had it all spoiled for you yet, DSB, I'll never understand. But I don't know how you haven't had it spoiled for you yet. <laughs> I know. You think with all my scrolling on like right. specifically geek cultured content, but I usually just see, I see a picture of Eddie and I keep going, I have an idea of what happens, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Scroll when you fast. finish it, reach out and I will tell you what the theory is and, and why I think it's actually going to happen. And okay. Based on D&D lore how that works. Ooh, I love, I just love that they've, for that reason, they've brought like D&D &D back to the forefront, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And how each of the main enemies are, you know, closely aligned with D&D &D monsters. I think that's really cool. So. 
Definitely. All right, hit me with a new mom. Okay, All I right. got one. Ten's the number to beat, chat. Let's see if we can get it in less than ten questions. Um. Okay, is it a movie? No. Okay, is it a TV show? No. Damn it. Is it a video game? Yes. A mom in video games. Now this <laughs> goes way beyond. I don't know all the moms from every video game. Last one was Disney. I know all those moms. Um, shit. Okay. Is it a first person shooter? Yes. Um, do they have a son or daughter? Yes. Well, that makes them a mom. <laughs> what a waste of a question, DSB. <laughs> Quit trolling me. I want to beat in 10. Okay, it's a first person shooter. Is it Borderlands? It is. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm out. I don't know any of the characters <laughs> from Borderlands except Lilith and Maya and Krieg and um, what's it? The handsome one, Handsome Jack. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any moms. Help me out, chat. Name name moms from Borderlands. Oh, he meant one or the other. Um, well, okay. Let me, let me. Can I revert one question? Can I say, do they have a daughter? Yes. Okay. <laughs> DSB, you know, I'm going to read the prompter, whatever it says. <laughs> um, okay, they have a daughter. God. <laughs> I don't know the characters. That's actually, it was after you first visit, I think. I grabbed Borderlands one and a half, or it was like a starter pack. It had like one and a half and two. I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, and. <laughs> I just haven't gotten like super into the lore of the games and I haven't played enough. I don't know the moms. Is it okay? Is it from Borderlands one? She's on. She's in all of them. Okay. I'll give you a good hint there. I'm sure it would be. I'm sure it would be. <laughs> Maybe uh, people in the <laughs> um, oh, I don't know anything about her, but does she, is it the bunny lady? bunny lady no it's it's not no, tiny tina. not tiny tina no she she's a daughter is it tiny um, tina's mom no damn it <laughs> moxie moxie nice esb yeah i moxie forgot about her scooter's mom which scooters in borderlands one and two and two and a half um and then also Ellie's mom, and Ellie is in two and three. So, when are you gonna do Moxie? I, I don't think I have that sassiness in me. Like I, I, I like the more, I like I love cosplaying the sirens. Like I just feel like I'm much more of a badass type fighter character versus let me push my boobs up and walk around in a corset type person. <laughs> I mean, each their own. I've seen some amazing Moxie cosplay. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, you're right. You're just 
do you have like I'm gonna beat the shit out of you kind of energy in a good way? Which I yeah, respect. I'm not, I'm not gonna actually hit you, but I mean I do take kickboxing, so I guess I could, but you could. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. That's right. <laughs> All right, let me I'm gonna go in I'm gonna go a different direction. That was ten questions, by the way. We haven't been able to beat ten, but we also haven't gone past ten. Great. DSB says, I was trying to figure out Borderlands characters when she said she was in all of them that narrowed it down. Thank God you're here, because I would have never thought of that. I just can't remember her name unless I, like, see it and hear it out loud. Um, okay. I have a mom. Well, I'm glad you have a mom. I'm also thinking of a mom. Okay. Um, okay. Movie? Yes. Animated? No. Marvel? No. Movie that's not animated. Is it in the Disney universe at all? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Is it, did it come out like before 2000? I don't think so. It was, it was pretty close, but I don't think so. So around the millennial time. Yeah, I believe so. John says DC. No. Is it a comedy? I would not put this in the comedy genre. Okay. Little Rascal says Star Wars? No. No, that's part of Disney. Um, trying to think of like the genre. What about... Um, Hold up! Wow! What the fuck? <laughs> Did he really just guess that? Yeah, she just out of the blue pulled Mrs. Weasley out of the air. What the hell? <laughs> Are you looking at my notes? We weren't even at Harry Potter yet. I was still. I mean. Where are you? <laughs> Get out of my house. I, I was thinking Martha Wayne, actually, initially until the DC got kicked out. Yeah. Well, with Little Rascal's help, you got that in nine. Nice. What the hell, little rascal? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, technically you're wi winning now. You got it in nine. Ten was the number to beat. Wow. Okay. Explain yourself. How did you get from all of that just skipping to Mrs. Weasley, even though she's the only real mom in the entire series, probably? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. DSP well, says we're in your head. Yeah, Hermione's got a mom, but she's not really in it. Yeah, like I don't even know her name. Mrs. Granger. I know that she's played by uh, the same person that plays um, Catherine Stark from the Thrones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's fun. There's actually a couple of Game of Thrones characters in Harry Potter, or I guess White Purple. Yeah. She has no idea. No idea. Just came Wavelength. to you. you. were on his. You like read his mind. Literally, what you did. <laughs> you don't know me, little rascal. 
<laughs> she might. Okay. Lily Potter was my next guess. Should have just, I should have gone straight to Lily Potter. Skip Mama Weasley. <laughs> All right. Hit me with your third one. I'm trying to remember what it was. Now nine is the number to beat. We can get in less than nine. Hang on. I'm trying to remember what it was. I remember. I thought Moxie was like the harder one. Ooh, so this next one's easier? Great. Yeah, the only other moms are Lily Potter and Aunt Petunia. But I never think of Aunt Petunia because I'm like, no, she's an aunt, but she has oh, yeah. Dudley, so she is a mother. Yeah. Man, I'm blanking on that last one. Yeah, DSP used all his brain wink on the last one, so he needs an easy one. Okay. Um, I think I've thought of two people now that aren't technically mothers, but they assume a motherly role, and I feel like that's cheating. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm interested. I'm curious. Okay. Pick the, well, pick the easier of the two, and we'll go with. That. <laughs> I got one then. Okay. We can do this chat. We can do it. Um, is it a movie? Yes, it should be easy because I just kind of gave you a huge hint. So. Okay, she's a motherly role. It's a movie. Is it animated? No. Is it uh, Disney? Yes. You look to the side. Because so it's not I blatantly Disney. It's no, it's because they. They own Something like everything purchased so by Disney. Is it Marvel? Yes. <gasps> so I'm I'm waiting for the chat to like know who it is. Okay, I have a guess already in my mind. See if chat. Okay. Make it make a guess chat before I come in. Wait, I'm gonna write it down. So you know that I'm not lying. I wanna give him a chance at least. We get five seconds, four, three, two, one. Is it? I can't read that. Aunt May? It is Aunt May. Yeah! That was f -f -f five questions. Nice. Boom! I'm be able to do it that in that many because... I gave you huge hints. Yeah. you Okay, I'll, I'll tack on a couple questions for those hints. <laughs> Is she a mother? No. Is she a mother figure? Yes. Um, okay. Nice job, John. And DSP said I was going to say Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Steve from Stranger Things. Um, oh, he kind of is. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the best mom in the show. Except Joyce. Um, okay, well, this last one that I had is kind of challenging. So let me quickly think of... Well, let me think of somebody that you could maybe get in five to seven questions. I'd say, chat, give me one, but then she can read it. I mean, I um, can turn it off. Yeah, don't look at chat. I'm going to turn it off. Hang on. Okay. 
Chat is off. Okay. I'm going to trust that. I promise. <laughs> okay, chat. Give me a mom from geek culture. That's not too hard. But it's not too easy. She's got to earn it. And it might be my reception, DSB. I feel like I've been having problems all night. Just in case, I'm gonna, I, I found a site earlier. Moms from geek culture. Moms of geek culture. Uh. Please, for the love of God, do not pick an anime. I will never guess it. <laughs> I will never, ever, ever guess it. Give me an anime, guys. Okay, okay, we got one. <clears throat> Ash's mom from Pokemon. <laughs> That's like literally all. I don't even know if Pokemon's anime. Technically. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> it's trying to be. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go with um, DSB's John because he said it first. So, and I think, okay. I think she can maybe get that in a, in a lower number of guesses. All right. Okay. Is it. In a, is she in a movie? Yes. Is it in Disney? Yes. Did you say, sorry, you broke up again. Say that again. Sorry. No. Is it animated? No. Okay. So it's probably like. Either Marvel or Star Wars. Is it? Is she in the? Is she in the Marvel universe? No. Sorry, you cut out. Yes, no. no. Star Wars. Yes. Princess Leia. That's six. You got it in six. <laughs> ding 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 ding. I can do that. <laughs> Good job. So we never even got close to 20. Why do they call it 20 questions? Well, when you're trying to think of an object, that's yeah. what we always used to do growing up, like thinking of a toaster. Mm -hmm. Or a place. Uh-huh. Yeah. You might need a little more than five to 10 questions, but not us because we are geek experts and mom experts. And you being both are the perfect winner in this instance so give her some love you are the winner not only of this game but best in show at the indiana comic-con with your badass cosplay and you're going to salt lake city in yes. september that's amazing it's gonna be amazing just we're driving because my wings are too big to fly so yeah it's a two-day drive there and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody was asking me, "Oh, are you gonna fly over to Salt Lake?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> I I kill myself. <laughs> well, Greta, thank you so much for sacrificing even more of your time away from your daughter and your cosplay to hang out with us here at Four Geeks by Geeks tonight. Have you had a good time with us? Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. I had a great time. I'm glad that I didn't totally bomb the game at the end i always get nervous about that because i you know i don't want to come across like you know but we did we were like neck and neck like we were. <laughs> you know with some guests i kind of pull the punches 
but I was trying really hard with you. Yeah. I gave it my all and I still came out second, but if there's somebody to come second to, it's gotta be you and I'm honored too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, so we'll have to hang out again, like in person so we can actually, you know, catch up on, you know, our normal life. Yeah. But so I want to know more about you. About everything cosplay related and, and the journey that has brought me here. And I'm excited to keep crafting and keep creating and, on to the next big old project. <laughs> Already got it in my head. <laughs> Will you share what it is? Um, yeah, I actually have a couple. We're we're doing Eevee evolution, like Eevee Valkyries. So we're going to try to get a whole Super bunch cool. of us. Um, so I want to do Sylveon for that. Oh, okay. Then, um, do like a, like a big bow for her. So my weapon for that would be like a big bow. And then... Cool. Um, I have another friend that's gonna do like Glaceon with like a, like an ice spear thing and Espeon I mean, um, and she'll probably I don't know actually she's decided on what weapon she's making but you know we're all gonna do that and I, I'd love to get more cosplay so if you know people that are interested in getting into film work and want to do you know like local Indiana cons and stuff next year not this year um, and are interested in doing EV an EV evolution group message me comment below anything like that um but the other thing is I've, I've been playing a lot of tiny tina wonderlands lately and yeah it's really for me not to make my own fate maker like <laughs> if you haven't played wonderlands it's like D meets borderlands um it's amazing and, you know get to create your own character you know you know certain classes just like you do in in, in um well, in Borderlands, but I was thinking more D and D with different class perks and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I created a Clawbringer within the game Wonderlands, which is basically a kind of it's more um, warrior driven. I guess that makes sense because that's like every kind of cosplay I make is more of a warrior type woman, but um, has this giant hammer that throw like you throw it like thor and you can call it back and it comes crashing through all your enemies and dope skeletons like they break into a million bones and stuff and it's amazing that's um, awesome so you can throw it and also like electrocutes and shocks them as as you know goes through them and then comes back but i would love to make that prop and it's got to be huge because the hammer is massive it's going to be like five feet like long <laughs> shit i can't wait but yeah, I'm thinking like LEDs in it and, you know, maybe even a smoke machine and make like the mouth smoke and stuff like I and then that's that's that's, that's just the prop. And you have like the entire armor that you have to build with like I just found a helmet in the game a couple of days ago. That's like it's like prime for LED, like LED eyes. And it's just kind of like robotic in nature. So I'm like, cool, wouldn't have to do any makeup, could just like yeah. put a helmet on like these like, crown, like coming through and it's got a hood i'm like i want to make that that is so cool <laughs> so I'm like next year <laughs> not this year <laughs> well i'll so. be following that journey as you create all these next generation of amazing things and maybe are, are guys allowed to join your evolution valkyrie group absolutely yeah i was just thinking like that sounds cool really cool we had like a jolteon thor you know what i mean like yeah it was super cool right right because that just makes sense. And if we're Valkyries and Thor, I mean, it just makes sense. So I was like, that'd be cool if we had a guy actually. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk. 
But if you guys had a great time tonight on tonight's Geek Out Sesh, then please let us know and maybe consider subscribing, consider following, and go ahead and hit us up on our own links where you can follow in our journey and keep up with everybody who's going to come up next on Four Geeks by Geeks Geek Out Sesh. You can do so through our Instagram or Twitter and also join the Discord because that's where we really get tight and that's where uh, so many of you tonight, I love that I get to speak to you regularly because we hang out in the Discord and every day we just find out how each other are doing. We encourage each other in the fitness challenges. We encourage each other's cosplay and art and promote everything you're doing. So consider coming and hanging out. Um, Stick around for the rest of the week because um, in a normal week, we would have tea on Wednesday nights. He's going to take this week off. But then Thursday, we are going to be airing our very first uh, City of Mist episode. Last week, we kind of did a session zero where we broke down the game. So it's a new TTRPG set in a modern day mystery noir kind of setting. So if you want to know more about that, you can check out the VOD or find it on YouTube and podcast to get, to get you a base knowledge of the game. But Thursday, we kick it off and we learn kind of jump into the story and i'm really pumped so come back join us for that every thursday at eight and come back for another giga sesh every monday at 8 30 um next week i have my also personal friend james cruz wilder he's actually a childhood friend that grew up and became a writer and then he wrote a book called it's a time of eloquence, I believe it's called, but it's a poem for every Doctor Who episode over the last 50 years. And I am pumped to kind of reconnect in adult life, but over this really geeky shit. So that's amazing. Um, but Greta, we kind of have a tradition that we end here. And I think you might re remember if you re think back to your first geek out session here in the basement. Um, I'm going to say until next time, I am Bozer. And I'm Props and Cons Cosplay. And you just keep geeking, geeking out. out. Yeah, she did it. She did it. Good night. Love you guys.